Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waltman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. Happy Thursday to everyone. Apologies, we're a little late today. Facebook decided to delete our original planned stream. Haven't had that happen before. Um, A little interesting might be because of who we are or what we're talking about in the first hour. We're going to get to it later in the show. Joe Biden's disastrous CNN town hall because he completely melted like like (laughs) ice cream under the hot sun. (laughs) They needed Um, to inject him with a little bit more stuff, I think. It was I don't unbelievable. know. I, don't, I was. I went. He looked confused. He looked. He looked yeah, confused. it was bad. He looked. He looked scared, like freaked out. It was very bad. So we're gonna get to that in the second hour. But in the first hour, without further ado, we're gonna bring on Dr. Mark Sher- Sherwood. Um, I guess his clinic is treating COVID nineteen, and I was talking to him a little bit before. He says he has a hundred percent success rate in treating patients with COVID nineteen. So we wanted to bring him on. Yeah, over, we over eight thousand, and uh, and talk to him he, about it. He's like eight thousand to zero, eight thousand to zero. Yeah, which is a but they want to but so, they want to cancel him, and he run. He is a doctor, and his wife is a doctor, and he is he is a founder of a successful medical practice. They are founders of a successful medical practice. Um, another uh, fun fact that you should know about him before we bring him on is that. He is a body double for Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> the Hulk. <laughs> the Hulk. Might as well be. He, he, is, he is a big dude. Matter of fact, uh, this might not be fake news. It might be fake news. We might have to call it fake news just because. Um, but he might have been on the stage at the Health and Freedom uh, Conference and then went to, you know, just, you know, te- untense a muscle and popped his back open and it exposed <laughs> a green back. So... Yeah, and all the women swooned. <laughs> <laughs> so, without further ado, let's let's bring Mark onto the show, Mr. Producer. I think he can um, hear welcome what I was aboard, saying. Mark. Hey, thank you so much for having me, you guys. Joe, Max, happy Thursday to you. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. One day closer to the weekend. Um, so, we always do this whenever we bring someone on. We gave you a little introduction, but want to give you the opportunity to tell everyone who you are, what you're all about, talk about your clinic a little bit. So, uh, why don't you go ahead and, and let everyone know who you are? Sure. Uh, so I get the opportunity, first of all, to work with my wonderful dear wife, Dr. Michelle Neil Sherwood. Um, Joe, I know you've met her as well in person. Yes. Um, she's my better half. She's my queen. She's my best friend. And it's uh, it's an honor to work with her every day in our clinics here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, my wife is an osteopathic doctor and a naturopathic doctor. I am a naturopathic doctor and we have a large team of practitioners. So we, we have what I would consider the best of both worlds. Uh, so we lead with uh, lifestyle and we end with wellness. That's the way it works. Um, more fun facts, maybe a little bit. Uh, I, I was a former uh, regional and uh, national qualifying bodybuilding champion. I, I was able yeah. to travel the world with the, uh, the world famous power team, you know, the brick breakers, the hot water bottle mm-hmm. exploders. I did that for 12 years. Um, you know, I've been really blessed to be around a lot of, wonderful people. We've got uh, three best-selling books. We've got uh, 
uh, two uh, movies that we made. A third one will be out in Easter of uh, 2022. So, you know, it's a busy, busy life, a busy world. But, um, you know, certainly we do this all to bring glory to God. And and that needs to be uh, front and center. And it is. And uh, and everything we do, we're going to bring him honor. Uh, and that's why uh, to sort of circle back on the conversation that we've been 100 percent successful because our Lord and Savior is 100 percent successful as well. Yes, well, it's, it's big news. It's um, yep. so why don't you why don't you well, start it, Joe, since I know, you know, Mark, you, you've you've spoken with him at length. Um, why don't you get started with this? So so I want everyone to understand that it does start with good health, good nutrition, good how you take care of your body. And people people say that oh, 8000, it must have been all ivermectin or HCQ or all these other things. And I think one of the things that that you said that that, uh, you know, astounded me is there are vitamins you can take. There are things you can eliminate from your, from your diet. There are things you can do in order to strengthen your immune system. And it's really important that people understand that because we don't get a lot of that. Again, with the TikTok 15 second, 30 second videos, that becomes, that becomes the thing that we serve. That becomes, that becomes our truth with lowercase t. And I think yeah. that it's important for people to get educated on ways that they can stay healthy. And it's not getting the jab. It's not getting stabbed with, uh, you know, some foreign substance and putting a foreign substance in your, substance in your body. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn it over to you for a minute to talk a little bit about that, because that's the part where I came home, went through all of your website, signed up, went through the, you know, how ways that I could keep myself healthy. And I think I, I, think I eat well anyway, but, um, mm -hmm. you know, I obviously uh, got the COVID-20. <laughs> so you bring up a couple of good points, yeah. and I think it's very important for people to understand uh, a couple of things. You know, the father of modern day medicine is known as Hippocrates. He says something very powerful that food be thy medicine, that medicine be thy food. You go back up further than that, uh, in the original creation of this world, God put medicine in food. And because of that, we need to understand that there is no uh, born medication deficiencies. And I think that's a powerful statement I want people to catch because. It doesn't matter what side of the fence you sit on, whether vaccines or ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, it doesn't really matter. We need to get out of the mindset that a pill for an ill is the cure. That's not true. That's never been true. It's not true. And I will stand and die with that statement because I know in my heart that is a capital T truth. Now, with that said, a pill for an ill is not God's will. And we have said that time and time again. So what we've done uh, Max and Joe, is throughout the course of this time, we have observed a couple of things that are true. Young people and even athletes, the lethality from those was just almost non-existent with this COVID-19 uh, virus and any of the variants, right? It's just very rare. You, you know, you don't see a professional athlete die, and if you did, it would shut down our economy. That's how important that is to our world. Now, with well, that I mean, said, just look at what's happening. Look at what's happening in the Olympics right now. Yeah. You have you have a woman walking out to a tennis court where there's like no one in the stands or very few people in the yeah. stands. She's completely on the other side of the tennis court from the other person. She tests positive for COVID. Like, oh no, yeah. you can't play. Your Olympics are over. Yeah. And she's like, wait a minute, I'm, I'm asymptomatic. Like, nope, but I don't have to touch anyone. This isn't a contact sport. Change out the ball every time. I don't care. Nope, you have COVID. I mean, we we've seen that with swimmers. 
with the idea that yeah. they have COVID in a in a pool full of chlorine that they're going to yeah, kill the whole world. <laughs> it's flat out stupid, you know. I mean, it goes it goes against every bit of of knowledge that is true that even the scientists uh, would recognize as true. You know, as far as that, you know, we you know. You look at this whole testing mechanism, and we could beat up the PCR test all day long. You know, we understand that it's looking for a a, a piece of something, and it's, the harder you look, you're going to find a piece of something. Yeah. Uh, but I, I want people to understand this: that there's a difference between affected and infected. I'm talking all viruses or anything like that. So we have barriers in our body. Our barriers are our borders. You know, you could parallel this with the the border crisis that is right. If the borders are secure, you may have something come up to the border, but it gets deflected off and goes the other way. The border is affected. But if something crosses the border, it becomes infected. And just because you're affected, you could do a test up in here. You could be affected, get a positive test, but not be infected. And that's a very important statement to get. So we are all going to be affected by this in one way or the other. We're all going to be exposed to this in one way or another. The, the bottom line is we need to prepare our systems, prepare our borders so that they are able to effectively repel this from being infected. And, and if we do get infected, I want the body to respond like the intense war machine it is. And it will, and it will crush this thing because there is nothing mankind can create that's going to outdo what God's already created. And, and I, I believe that. And so it doesn't matter what mankind smarts comes up with you can't outsmart the immune system you can't do it it's that amazing it's that infinite in its ability to remember things well let's walk through some of the things that people can do let's let's give them some hard things that they can do and and we're through this going to share your website so that people can get more information you have several websites you have one that has some videos and talks about some of the things you're doing on your podcast and and so i want to i want to make sure that we get people tuned into what you're doing Uh, but i also just want to give them some i want i want them to walk away saying i'm equipped i'm equipped to not take all this medicine i'm equipped to you know, have just a basic formula for how I can take care of my body. And, and I think, frankly, there's a lot of people listening right now or watching right now. I think that's important for them to walk away from this and say, okay, I'm, I'm headed to the, I'm headed to get some, some greens. <laughs> yeah. So I want people to get their, their notepad out right now and get your pens and papers out. This is very important. Again, understand under the context, we're not born with medication deficiencies. That's, that's clear. And, and I want to make clear, too, that we are not against medication. We're just against inappropriate um, uh, dependence upon that. That's important. So, I, again, I'm not poo-pooing the good things out there. That's good. There's a time to turn down the immune system a little bit, and there's a time not to. Uh, certainly, we need to improve our nutritional intake. Uh, Joe, Max, we need to completely eat more plants, more fruits and vegetables, if, if we have natural foods in our body, that's natural medicine. So if you can picture it being alive and good and pictured this way in nature, we need to be eating those foods. That's clear. We need to avoid things that were not and never food uh, at all. And if you, you can't picture um, donuts uh, hanging on the trees in the Garden of Eden, you can't picture uh, bushes made of French fries and um, a little flower over here made of hamburger buns. Those were not food. They're never food. 
they're always dangerous. So our recommended uh, food from our government obviously tells you one thing. When you look at disease trends, it doesn't work. So we've gotten more sick. And, and this, this, is, this will blow people's mind along those lines. I want to make this thing home, paint this nail and drive the nail in. God's people were in bondage back in Egypt years ago. And Egypt is known for pyramids, right? Fast forward, 100%. we were doing really good with food. We were doing really good with health until the food pyramid. And we're putting people in bondage again. And this is hopefully uh, that you understand the food pyramid. When that was initiated by our government, we saw health crisis escalate. We saw uh, disease processes escalate. And that is the reason we're having so much trouble now is because we've crippled the own body, the system to fight. So it's putting real foods in. It's keeping unfoods or non-foods. I called them fruits a couple times, you know, frankenfoods. Pull those out. And there's nutrients that are insufficient or deficient in our bodies because of the lack of the rest they had given to the soil. So vitamins and minerals are less in even good food. So you have to supplement. Supplementation, you can't supplant, you have to supplement. So um, I can give a list of those things that I've seen to be deficient if you would like me to. Yes, please. Well, before we do, before Stop. we do, put up my screen, Mr. Producer, just so everyone can see the food pyramid. Because I, I haven't looked at this in a while. This is insanity to me. I mean, anyone yeah. who's ever t done a keto diet or a low carb diet, the idea that breads are supposed to be the majority of your diet and that meats and are supposed to be just one step away from sugar. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's insanity. Uh, that's absolutely well, insane. It's asinine. And if you think about this, and this is why it's so challenging in the world I live in, because there's a clear addiction component to sugar. Sugar drives dopaminergic or dopamine function uh, equal to or more than cocaine. So there's one angle there. Secondly, when you have the proteins in the dairy and in the grain industry have been genetically modified a little bit, they actually create the connection to your opioid receptors. So there's an opioid addiction and there's a sugar and cocaine addiction with these sugars and breads and grains. And that's why they serve you free bread, chips, and things like that at restaurants. They're not stupid. That's about profitability. It's about profitability off sick people to drive pharmaceutical usage and to drive. Our economy is driven by sick people. You, you, you know, think about that. How much of our economy is driven by this fictitious healthcare system that doesn't exist? It is a sick care system. I get asked the question every day, does healthcare pay for your services? And I'm like, what? Why would they do that? That's bad business. Don't pay for me. I'm going to teach you how to not to use it. Right. And so the list of things that people need to understand that I've seen deficient. And I want to put the caveat. This is not a substitution for medical advice. Yada, 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 yada. You know that. Right. So mm -hmm. don't take this as as your advice to anything. Just listen to me as one that has done this as you can run this by any position you want to. I don't care. But I'm taking notes, by the way, and I already took notes. So I'm taking notes while I'm, while I'm listening to you. There you go. Everybody else so, needs to take notes, too. We're in school now. Come on, let's go. Note. Write it down. This is important. You will need a minimum of 5,000 IUs of vitamin D. Yes. Vitamin D is in David. And I would suggest you put a vitamin K1 and K2 in that because that will help pull the calcium out of the arteries and into the bones. 
So vitamin and, D and, and tell everyone, was, tell everyone one of the easiest ways to get yes. vitamin D. Well, we need to be outside in the sunshine for God's sake. You know, like the, the whole idea of being fearful oh, of the sun. Now. Is, is Are you serious? Stupid. Yeah. Next, really. you're gonna say, next you're going to say that fresh air is good for us. I mean, I know. this is just, <laughs> you know, I can see everyone is They're going to start blocking <laughs> us now talking about sunshine and fresh air. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, imagine that, you know, uh, Adam and Eve, um, you know, didn't have a, a home. They slept outside. Think about that for a moment, right? Um, yeah. The bottom line is, uh, and here's the thing to understand, too, that because of the toxicity in the air and because of the toxicity in our bodies driven by this uh, poor quality, we cannot get sufficient conversion to vitamin D any longer from the sun alone. And I can prove that because we've tested multiple people, believe it or not, even in the uh, Hawaii, which is uh, a non-connected United States. And now with that said, uh, the majority of those people have insufficient vitamin D. Further, I have darker skin because of my uh, heritage. And the darker the skin you have, the more vitamin D you need. So that's significant. And why is and why are some of these darker skinned populations having so much trouble? It's because we're not giving them vitamin D. And frankly, I think I can say this here. That pisses me off. Preach. It infuriates me because we are abusing people by not giving them basic stuff. And instead of stimulus checks, look at U.S. government. Give out vitamin D for God's sake. Seriously. And make sure your people are equipped. Um, I can get a little bit passionate yeah. about that. Too. No, but I mean, this is important to say because at the same time, they're saying, oh, we need to stand up for equity, which is, you know, a roadmap <clears throat> to everyone should be poor. Um, mm -hmm. we're, we're not, we're ignoring those things that are prophylactics, whether they're, they're drugs or not. Those that we don't need a vaccine. We don't need a vaccine, period. No. Right. And no, so people. But people are but, getting abused today. Yeah, they really are. Well, and they're and they're walking themselves off the cliff. They're walking themselves off the yep. cliff, believing all of this madness, which is just a profitability run. It's just it's it's a it's a greedy way to manipulate people in order to make money. And it yep. it blows my mind that we're even going down that path. But this is actually hurting, adversely affecting minorities in proportionately. Yep. I mean, COVID is out in proportionally affecting minorities. And if they took vitamin D and we saw that proportionality kind of level off, if they took some of the natural vitamins that we have, go outside, you know, stop wearing a mask, you know, breathe yeah. air, what would be the outcome? Yeah. And this is interesting because I, I'm not going to show people this, but this is a test that I did on myself that I just got back today. And I, I brought this here to prove a point with that. Um, I take somewhere between 5,000 and eight to 9,000 IUs of D per day. I just confirmed again, I am deficient on an intracellular level. So when you check it in blood, that's called a 25 hydroxy D blood test. We checked in serum. Mine shows okay there, but it shows inadequate or low intracellularly. And that's important because we, we've got to test the right thing and ask the right questions. And so, I, I can speak with this because I have different skin color than other people. Not that I care because it doesn't matter. It doesn't make us difference. There's no skin color in the kingdom of God. So I don't give a damn what people think about that. You know, yeah. there's no sex. There's no, there's no division. It's we're all one from the same creator. We need to understand that if your skin is darker out there, 
take vitamin D at least 5,000 IUs. You're not going to get hurt, and you'll find yourself um, understanding that vitamin D is beneficial for brain health with depression, bone health, and immune health because it builds your, back to our discussion, it builds your barrier health better. Yeah. Isn't that cool to think about, right? Um, so I think last, another last night, right. last night, right. Joe Biden was on a CNN town hall and he was asked how to how to help the black community um, fight back against COVID-19. And he went on this rambling discussion that I kid you not, <laughs> yeah. at some point involved <laughs> so, talking I'm about sorry. there being a man who lives on the moon. <laughs> like, I, I kid you not. Uh, should we play it? Uh, we were going to play it in the second hour, but you just right. in a more you just more succinctly explained how to help the African American community better combat this virus than Joe Biden did on national television. Um, I, I think it's short, Mr. Producer. Can we play this? This is cut number nine. This is Joe Biden talking about the man on yeah. the moon and how that's going to help African Americans. You 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 got the vaccination? Yeah. Are, are you are you okay? I mean, you seem no, it works or. You, you know, or, 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 or the mom and dad or, 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 or the neighbor or when you go to church or when you're. No, I, I, I really mean it. There are trusted interlocutors. Think of the people. If, if your kid wanted to find out whether or not there were there's a man on the moon or whatever, you know, something or, you know, whether those aliens are here or not. You know, who are the people they talk to beyond the kids who love talking about it? So uh, I just not, can't I, that's do not it. Edited. That's not edited. That was a response to how can you help the African-American community trust the medical system more? And that was his response. So kudos to to doing a better job. I mean, it's not hard to do, but kudos to explaining it better than Joe Biden was able to. Um, but ex explain to me, how is it that we have this pandemic and not one of these health experts has ever gotten in front of the television and tried to get people to eat well, to, to, to combat diabetes, right? Because we know that diabetes is one of the, the worst comorbidities yep. when it comes to people passing away from COVID-19. And unfortunately, it's a disease that is very prevalent in the African-American community. Why haven't there been any drives for nutrition, for getting out there and, and exercising, right? For, for finding diabetes early so it can be treated before it gets out of control. All we ever hear is that there's a pharmaceutical solution to it and there's a man on the moon. Why has no one talked about the actual legitimate ways you can help people without this one solution? I think, and this is, uh, you know, my opinion, my observation only, um, you know, I get up every day um, and I, I will absolutely read my Bible. I will get up and work out. I'm telling you, even Joe, when I was in Anaheim and saw you, I worked out every day. And I went to the L.A. Fitness near my hotel. And my wife and I walked over there. And I think to answer your question in two ways, uh, number one, physicians aren't doing it. They're not doing it. And, and I think it's disgusting. You know, when you look at the, um, the comorbidities, the second highest comorbidity or morbidity to mortality for COVID-19 was the obesity rate, for God's sake. You know, and. You look at obesity, that's tied to type 2 diabetes, which is absolutely something that should not even exist at all. And we deal with it uh, here and we stop people, we get them off that and we reverse that disease process. We reverse the obesity process uh, because they are dangerous to our world. And, and I think, honestly, we need leaders to step up. 
you know, I, I, even when we're on the road, Joe, you, you, I mean, look, I, I sit there in the green room where we were talking just last week. Yeah. Sit there and I'm my own damn business. I, I don't care what people do. I'm going to live my life and I'm going to be an example for people to follow, period, as God strengthens me. But I had people come up to me in the green room that uh, said, oh, I, I know we shouldn't be eating this, but there's nothing else. And you know what I told yeah. them? I said, well, I, I'm here too. I'm not eating it. And oh, is the food I, bad? See, I can fast. See, I, I can fast. Uh. You know, I don't <sighs> mind stepping up, but, but I think to answer your question, Max, that maybe doctors need encouragement. They need to know that I'm here to help them. I'm going to support you. I'm going to hold your arms up, man. I need leaders to do that. I need pastors to do that. I don't need you to be weak anymore because the foundational health truths are what we're talking about. And if we miss that, we're missing, you know, pandemic vaccine. We're missing an overriding thing that is, is right here in front of us. This is the problem. If you have people that are healthy, my question is, would we even have had the concept of pandemic? Yeah. Would, would that have even yeah. happened? I, I don't think so, because, you know, we've always said, and I believe this, that about 85% of our current modern disease processes, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, cancers, Alzheimer's dementia, autoimmune and osteoporosis are driven by the standard American diet slash lifestyle. What if we lived in a world? I mean, think about this. Our listeners can really think about this. Can you imagine a world where 85% of those are gone? Hey, yeah. man, I can believe that. Let's dream about that and let's be part of the solution, stepping up, speaking up, and not be part of the problem anymore. Yeah. Don't join in with it. Set an example, parents, leaders, please. And to her credit, Michelle Obama wanted to do that. She wanted to get people, get kids active. Now, I've seen some of the school lunches. They look pretty disgusting, so I'm not going to get yeah. on board with those choices. But in terms of just eating healthy, right, I, that's something we can all get on board with. I just don't understand how no one in government, maybe it happened and I missed it, but oh, there have been tons. There have been tons of press conferences. There have been tons of commercials. I mean, Facebook is out with vaccine commercials. I haven't seen a single commercial saying, get off your butt and go walk around the block. I haven't seen a single commercial saying, hey, eat something that used to be growing out of the ground. Right? Like, eat, eat a plant, eat a, eat a vegetable, eat a fruit. I don't see it. Eat and is that, I mean, yeah, or that. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've always, I've always thought it's the, that the pharmaceutical industry, they're a hammer. And when you're a hammer, everything's a nail. And you're not yep. going to go about and try and cure something that you want to medicate. Um, so it, it's counterproductive to be in the pharmaceutical industry and to have all these pharmaceutical solutions and then come out with a way that they're not necessary, right? Shareholders don't like that, I, I, I can't imagine. Um, I'm a shareholder in a couple of those companies. I wouldn't like that as a shareholder, but it, it's yeah. common sense stuff. And I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get how we haven't had one press conference about, hey, maybe we don't eat McDonald's this week. I, I don't get it. It, it just, it, it blows my mind. Well, it shouldn't be a surprise because, um, you know, we honestly, as a country and as human beings, we've set our bar about right here and we've said goofy things like, well, I'm just human, you know, I'm better than so-and-so. Our bar of expectation has been lowered so significantly that we expect that. I don't believe that we should set our bar at mediocrity. Man, I am a child of God. I'm an American. And I want to set my bar high. Why can't I live a way that is so 
uh, exemplary to first of all my heavenly father and second of all my fellow man i do that out of love you know president biden you want to be patriotic you want to be honorable live a life of selflessness exemplary behavior so that you yourself can prove a point and i do uh, concur with you max and joe about michelle obama i i thought that was brilliant i thought that was honorable and i don't care if you're a republican or democrat left right black white it doesn't you matter stand that behind was, it but, yeah and and i honor that and even if you're a republican leader i, I don't care if you're promoting um you know poor lifestyle you're not being a good example we can do better as human beings and i submit to everybody listening that I challenge you right now to set your bar higher, to set it so high that you have to have God's help. Why is that? Because we are a nation under God. When you set yourself as a nation above God or equal to him, you just lowered the bar. And guess what? When you set your bar too low, you're probably going to reach it. And we've done a pretty good job of that. Mediocrity must not be part of our lives any longer. Well, and, and you, you said something really interesting that I think that uh, was an overarching theme at the Health and Freedom Conference, and that is Jesus, right? Yeah. And that is just honoring God and doing the right thing. And, and that doesn't involve, there's, there's lots of ways that you can intermingle your faith into staying healthy. Um, and, you know, I listened to you when you were on the stage, and I'm actually trying to find it right now so I can actually play part of it um, while, we're, while we're sitting here talking. But you've helped a lot of people in a lot of different ways, um, not just through COVID, but in overcoming other things. Um, you helped a man that was told he was diabetic and you helped another yeah. one who, you know, had to lose 60 pounds and was on high blood pressure medicines. You have, you have another one. So I went through and listened to a bunch of videos of things that you were able to do, you and your wife were able to do in this search for becoming healthier, not just a healthier body, but it, that leads to a healthier mind. So um, maybe you could talk a little bit to just an example that you have about how that drive, you know, you, there's always those stories, right? And I know that yeah. there's one that we're going to play here in a minute um, that uh, is on your website, but I, I want you to talk about one that touched you, right? That you think about when you wake up, like, hey, I, I can't, I'm so happy that I did this, that I was able to, to do God's work and help them become healthy so that they could become a better part uh, or a better uh self well i think you know there's so many uh we are, we are healers and i i said that from the stage and i'll back away from that we're healers as gifted by god so when people get around us they get well it is important to understand that getting well is not just physically well it's getting emotionally well and spiritually right. well and the majority of most physical manifestation of disease men is really tied to physical tied to emotional and spiritual brokenness and so when you get somebody well like that it just blows your mind. And again, all credit to God. I want to make sure that he gets the glory. I'm not anything but a vessel for him. I'm a conduit of him and a filter of him. With that said, um, I, I think about a, a guy that uh, recently came in. Um, he came in about three months ago. We'll just call him Jim. Uh, but Jim came in and he, he sat in my office right now, and where I am actually, and he just cried. He was on insulin, uh, a lot of it. Uh, long-acting and short-acting. So he was on the long-acting weekly and the short-acting daily injections. And he said to me, he said, I I'm losing my life. I'm dying. And he goes, I just need someone to stand with me, and I need someone to help me make changes. 
And this was three months ago. He had been on insulin probably six months. I mean, it's a good amount of time. There's some that longer. And his blood sugar, A1C, had been consistently running over 12, 10, 12. And terrible. No, no, no hope. And I looked him right in the eye and I said, Jim, do you want to get well? And I noticed that Jesus asked people all the time, do you want to get well? You know, and he said, yes, I do. And I said, then you are like right now, like not then, not future right now. And I said, do you believe that? He said, yes. And so we basically prayed. We set a plan together and, um, you know, set it out where I would contact him. and He would contact me. I gave him my cell phone number and I said, man, I'm here for you. That guy walked out of my office three, three months ago. I watched him, you know, within a month, he was using about half as much insulin. A month ago, he was using a quarter. And just two weeks ago, the, the guy is off all of his insulin. His blood sugar is in the fives, the fives now. Wow. That's in three months. So he went from over 10 to five and got his hemoglobin A1C down. And, and you know what? He's not diabetic anymore. Now, interestingly enough, his medical chart from his primary, I use that in quotes, primary care physician. And by the way, my primary care physician doesn't wear a white coat, but he wears a white robe, just the thought for the day. And um, so interestingly enough, um, he can't get that out of his medical chart. Once you're labeled, once you're ID'd, and this is for everybody, you can't get that out of there. There is no mechanism for reversal of disease in our system. Once you're nailed that way, you're known that way, what is that going to do for his life insurance? But we don't care about that. The dude got his life back and he's he's so happy. He is so blessed in his life and his finances are better. His relationships are better. He feels better and he's living life the way we should all have the opportunity. So uh, that guy, Jim, I mean, uh, it's just a remarkable story, but that's not, I mean, I see it all the time. Um, and I don't mean to put this in a minimizing statement or a minimalist way. I'm used to it. Doesn't surprise me. I'm shocked. I want to ask, you, yeah. I wanna ask you about um, a, a, a idea on the left they refer to it as body image yeah. that if you are obese or morbidly obese and listen, I, I could stand to lose a few pounds. I think everyone could probably stand except for you because you're ripped. Um, oh, everyone could probably <laughs> stand to lose a few pounds, but there's a, there's a push mainly along the political left. And I don't, I'm not in, into body shaming. I'm not into being mean to anyone. Um, though I do think that doctors in the healthcare community would be better served if they were a little brutally honest to some patients about the lifestyle that they've chose to live. But on the political left, we see this notion um, from the people who yell, Yaz, Queen, all, all that stuff. Like, you, you might be morbidly obese, but it's you're beautiful the way you are. There's no need to change a thing. And and I, I agree. People, people can be big and they can be beautiful. But the idea that there's no need to ever change anything, no need to even try to change anything is incredibly dangerous. And so we've seen this, this uh, socio-political movement of, of normalizing morbid obesity. It's incredibly yeah. dangerous. And I want to just get your it, take it's on not it as just a dangerous. It, it brings you into a place where you're now a slave to their, their system of, of pharma, right? Just pumping you full of stuff. Well, a couple things to think about. First of all, every human being is beautiful and created in the image of God. I mean, so I concur with what you said. Now, with that said, um, 
you go back and look at 75 years ago before the food pyramid and now the my plate and all that stuff it was unusual to be overweight and if you were you were said to be sick and you would go to the doctor because oh my goodness that was bad today if you lose weight people ask you if you're sick if you live the same life that michelle and i live my wife we're looked at as freaks radicals you know i i we you won't believe the friends i've lost that maybe we're never my friends that won't have a meal with us. I don't care what they eat. I love them, but they, they will, they will feel so badly because you don't join them in their misery. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to help somebody die quicker. I'm not going to do it. My job is to keep them alive so they can know about Jesus. So with that said, when you look at this obesity crisis, and by the way, obesity is the fastest growing non-communicable disease in the history of the world. You can quote me on that one. That's true. Prove it wrong. You can't. And so what happens is as the adipose tissue, another word for fat, increases, fat tissue is a storage unit of toxins, toxins which are in our world, in our food supply, et cetera, in our water. So the more toxic we are, we're going to have a more higher influx of the carcinogenic activity. Cancer is going to go up. Cancer, now you're seeing that on the rise. It's going to overtake heart disease as the number one killer of the United States citizens. That's going to happen. And you also have to understand that the more adipose tissue we have in excess creates this inflammatory signal. And so we have this chronic systemic inflammation, which is tying back to the COVID virus pandemic concept that it's this inflammatory cytokine. That's why obesity is tied to this inflammatory cytokine. So if you reduce that, get it out of the way, we have a chance to be more healthy. So it's not just a body image thing. It's a health issue. And we're being subtly shifted, Max and Joe, into our thinking to, to and we're being manipulated is what's happening. And I appeal to everybody, as I did in Anaheim, use the scripture, Isaiah 118, where God says, come, let us reason together. And I'm asking people to think for themselves. Are you this way or are you that way? What is truth? Seek it and you will find it. And I'm telling you right now that Anybody out there, you know, God loves you if you're overweight. I don't care if you're underweight. There's people that are underweight and unhealthy. There's people that are overweight and healthy. It's not a weight issue. It's not about, it's a health issue. It's a health crisis. And that's why we should get this remedied and address it. Well, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, John. Well, I was just going to real quickly say, you say follow the scripture. I think people can do also do that quite literally. If you eat a Mediterranean diet, you will be shocked at how much healthier you will feel, how you will shed weight, um, fish, lean proteins, um, very basic kind of Mediterranean grains, pita, things like that. You'll be shocked. So yes, follow the scripture can also be literal. <laughs> so, yeah, so really, uh, you know, we don't give people diets at all. We just kind of tell them what to eat and give them a list of foods and say, have at it. And you want more, yeah. eat more. If you don't, chill out. And it's, it's, it's freeing. It's fun. You know, there, there's during COVID, you couldn't go to the gym. You couldn't do all those things here, right? And I laugh about the fact that our house is under construction, so I couldn't get in the gym. Now I'm going back into the gym. And frankly, I used to love it. I have did it all of my life. I was an athlete most of my life, if not all of my life. 
And you have this year off and you look at your body and you're like, oh man, this really sucks. But then you get in the gym, something you've enjoyed for so long, you took that year off. I'm having the same conversation with lots of my friends too, right? They're saying the same thing. And we all ate and drank too much, mostly drank too much (laughs) over the last year. So getting back to that place has been very difficult, even for me, a guy that literally his entire life I have spent, you know, playing sports and, and, and being active and fit, um, so, you know, it, 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 we, you understand it's not easy. It's not, you're not telling mm-hmm. people that, Hey, listen, this is going to be a really easy, no. you know, this, you can just do this tomorrow. This is so easy. Yeah. What you're saying is it'll be worth it. So I, yeah. I just sent a uh, video over to uh, producer Josh. Did you get that Josh? Are we queued up? Are we queued up? What are you queuing up? The video I just sent you. Amy's, Amy's story. Th- this is a story that I got off your website, and yeah. I think it's something. It's only three minutes long. If we could just yeah. play that video really quick. I think this gives you an idea of that you're not judging anyone. You're loving mm-hmm. everyone, but you just want them to be around longer. You want people to enjoy a healthy life. You want them to be happy. And definitely uh, the, the health that you have in your body manifests in the way that you live your life. Right. Yeah. So That's, we're going to go ahead and play this quick video. This is Amy's story. Um, and this is uh, one of the stories that I listened to before that uh, very touching. And I was sluggish and didn't have any energy to be able to interact with my children. But now I do. And I can enjoy life and enjoy my kids so much more and uh, make sure to be there when I have grandkids. Um, before I came here, just a normal everyday life, I guess, um, chasing my five kids around the house, uh, taking them to school, appointments, sporting events, um, eating on the run, you know, just snack here and there. I felt like that's all we did was snack. I knew it wasn't the best. I'd gained a lot of weight through the five pregnancies, and we'd had two uh, major life events that were kind of traumatic, and, you know, that's how I would call myself was by eating. I, I knew I was obese and I knew I had a lot of internal problems that uh, no doctor had ever told me about. They just said, you need to lose weight. And, um, you know, but I needed to know how. The first week, you know, I was here in town and um, I was with my husband and we were, you know, trying to knock it out, trying to figure it out, trying to learn a whole new way of living. Um, and then the second week of my detox, I was actually traveling. That was more difficult. I was at my parents' house, so I wasn't cooking for myself. I was eating their food, but um, you know, having to be very cautious about what I ate. And I almost just had to go get my own food and prepare my own stuff. So, uh, but it was hard. But I'm not gonna say it was easy at all. It was it was difficult, but I did it. I felt better. I felt like okay, I, I accomplished this two-week goal then let's keep going. Let's, you know, next step forward and let's, you know, let's let's do this. I'm still learning. I'm, you know, a lot of information to comprehend and sometimes I have to re-watch videos or um, re-read information several times to make sure I understand, you know, the whys and, you know, why I'm doing this or why I'm not doing this and um, just trying to help my body get where it needs to be. Definitely have more energy. I feel like I sleep better. Um, you know, my kids still keep me up on occasion, but you know, when I do get sleep, I sleep harder and um, definitely feel more energetic 
I'm able to chase my kids, take them to events and not be so worn out. so just being able to enjoy life, I feel like that's been the biggest change is I'm able to enjoy life now. I wasn't enjoying it before. This is very doable and um, going this journey um, through FMI has been incredible because they have just, they've walked it with me each step of the way. If I have questions, if I have concerns, if I need to whine a little bit, they'll listen and just you know give me a pep talk. Let's get on it. You got it, you know, but I feel a lot better. I have a lot more energy that I can enjoy my children. I can play with them, get down on the floor and wrestle around with them more. And um, before I just felt like a big blob, you know, but it's a learning curve and, and we're, we're trying to create new habits and better our, our whole family. So, Mark, I called you and said, I want you on the show. And, you know, normally we talk about things like how to beat Antifa and uh, how to how to stand up to this tyranny that happens in our country. But the 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 story, how just the way you hold yourself, how you care for people, we need to be healthier as people. I mean, we, we can't keep just out there fighting these political battles without taking care of ourselves. We can't sit there and not take control of our health and expect them not to shove these vaccines down our throat, right? We have to be accountable. And I think that, I mean, I mean lots of people. I met a couple hundred people a couple of days ago at a meeting. And, and if we don't take control of our bodies, if we don't take control of our minds, then frankly, we become weak. And when we can become weak, then they get to take over us. And so, you know, I, I've, been, I've been on the thing, on the notes telling people, listen, pay attention to this. This is as important as any other message that we put out there. Because not only does it, is, it, is it God-centered, but it's centered on taking care of yourself and doing that, the thing that I think that God wants us to do, which is be happy. You can't be happy if you don't d- do these things. Yeah, I get, I get, you know, I get pretty emotional when I think about it, because we can't fight if we're weak. We can't. And I appreciate so much what you guys are doing. And I appreciate, I am so honored to be on your show. I really am. And I'm honored to be on any show that brings me a message to, to people because I realize the incredible power of influence, which we all have. But folks, we're missing. We're we're missing the bigger picture here. We're 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 missing it. We focus so much on the fight that we've forgotten how to equip ourselves for the fight. We focus on all the evil, but we forget to observe all the good. We focus on all the demonic activity, but we forget to focus on God, who is supreme over all. We focus on the potential losses without focusing on the idea that we've already won. And, and that, man, is, is important to me. And I want to make sure that people get that. And, and, and I know that, you know, Antifa, you know, all the movements, vaccine, no vaccines. I get it. I, I do. I, I'm not being naive. I'm very informed. And I appreciate and honor the stance people are taking. But at the same time, we can't think, we can't make good decisions, and we don't make good decisions. We don't sleep well, we don't rest well, we got too much cortisol, too much stress going on, and we're not equipped to fight. 
when I was a police officer and I was for two decades, every day I got up and I, I trained myself that when I put on that uniform, I was going to war, man, not against people, but against the concept of evil. And today when I wake up, I got my skin suit on <laughs> and so do you, Joe. And so do you, Max. And, uh, you're wearing that right now. And that's your battle gear against evil. And we can't do that when our battle gear is worn down, when our bodies are worn down and we're not equipping ourselves and basically rebelling against the concept of practice. We have to practice, practice, practice to fight, fight, fight. If we're not putting in the time, the money, the effort, and we're expecting, it's like, it's funny that we trust a system from the same people like our healthcare system. We, I mean, this is, this is psychotic on our part. We it trust is. our system and say, okay, we trust you to pay for our health, which they don't. And at the same time, the same system that develops vaccine, we say, don't do that. We say, let's use ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, but let's don't do that. So we're, we're picking and choosing and it's, it's utter insanity. It's utter insanity. And I'm, I'm really hoping people get this message because it's a message that, you know, we could talk for hours on this. There's so many different areas we could go in. And I'm just so grateful that you guys would, would even bring me on for even five minutes. I'm, I'm grateful. It's, it's good. So I hope people get this message. I really, really do. So, so I want you to tell people where, where they can go. I mean, I know where to go and I put it, I put the links, the yeah. FMIDR.com in the links. Uh, in yeah. the, on the different uh, channels. Uh, but uh, I, I assume that's where you want them to go or if you want them to go to the the, um, the other one, the Sherwood.tv, because you also have podcasts there and people can get information mm -hmm. there. So there's there's two places. Can you just reiterate those two places? I put those links inside of the, um, the uh, um, chats as well. Yeah, you know what? If people want to connect with us and just learn what we do, there's a free ebook that people can download and it tells all of our services. It tells what we do. It's got all the, the stuff I've talked to you about that it's got our protocols and processes in it. That one is free to everyone. And it's called, it's Sherwood.tv forward slash free. And I hope everyone goes there right now because I know we've talked about a lot of different things and a variety of things. It's all connected. But if you go get that ebook at Sherwood.tv forward slash free, um, you will get, everything I've said and more and read that thing. I think it's 27 pages. It's not hard, but it is something that everybody, every human being will see improvement in their life by just doing that one thing. And so, you know, if you want to connect with us, there's ways to do that. You know, we treat people from around the, the world literally. Um, but that's the, that would be my recommendation to Sherwood.tv forward slash free. Well, I just got it. And I did put the put that in the link just now as well, but um, I want everyone to understand something. I'm going to just say this right now. I did. Mark is not a sponsor of the show. Mm -hmm. Mark did not call us. I called Mark, and I called Mark because his message was so powerful. So I'm, we're going to share. By the way, on Conservative Daily Podcast, we're going to share um, a link to just his. Uh, message at the Health and Freedom Conference. You can just Google them, right? You can you can you can Google Mark and Michelle, and you'll you'll automatically start getting some of the stories, some of the things that they've been able to do. Um, they are uh, speaking around the country. They are doing things. They're taking the time to to individually connect with 
with people. But this is an important message. If we can keep our mind healthy and our body healthy, the rest of us will follow. And then when we have to go into battle and fight alongside of the faith, there's action and there's faith, uh, we'll be prepared for it. And then we already know how the, the story ends. We already know that God prevails. But making sure yeah. that you're prepared for that fight is something we have to do. I'll tell you what, Mark, you said a lot of common sense stuff. Go outside, get fresh air, eat healthy, exercise. I, it is, I am terrified that there is someone in the Surgeon General's office who's going to label this podcast as misinformation and have it flagged <laughs> because that's what they're doing. The Surgeon General, no, but seriously, instead of the Surgeon General yeah. going outside and telling, going out and telling people, hey, exercise, watch your sugar intake, watch your blood sugar, things like that. The Surgeon General's office has been weaponized to go after misinformation. Um, so before we let you go, I just, I want to get your take on that because obviously you're, you're a, a, a licensed practicing medical doctor and we've seen so many doctors get canceled, literally canceled, fired from their, from their emergency room jobs. They've had their websites taken down. They've had their names dragged through the mud. Um, I want to just get your take on this because it's supposed to be practicing medicine. Any doctor you talk to will admit that they don't have all the all the answers, which is why they go for continuing studies. That's why they attend conferences to learn new techniques and things that will broaden their um, their expertise. It's practicing medicine. And what we've seen over the past year and a half is doctors in good faith practicing medicine and being criminalized for it, being labeled as misinformation, being accused of killing people when they've taken that Hippocratic oath to do no harm and are doing the exact opposite. So I want to get your take on it. I, I'm really interested to know, what do you think about this push to silence and punish so-called medical dissent? So, you know, you look at the Hippocratic Oath, first of all, and I'll answer that question in reverse order. Hippocratic Oath says, first do no harm. It's from the same guy who said, let food be thy medicine. So I would submit, no matter what mode you're practicing in or whatever, whatever you're doing, if you're not prescribing food first, you're probably doing harm. Okay, so just leave it at that. Working backwards, um, you know, as a naturopathic doctor, I'm not tied to anybody, so I, I'm not practicing anything. I am doing it. So I think that's the irony of what we go through. I'm doing it. I'm seeing people get well. I am gifted by the Holy Spirit of God to bring healing into people's lives. Period. End of story. People can criticize that all they want, but you get around me, you're going to get healed up. Period. And God gets all the glory. Um, and that, that's how it is. And, and I think that people that would say that anything I've said is evil. I mean, come on, really? I want you to have hope. I want you to have health. I want you to get your faith out there. God made the sunshine. God made the plants. God made the air. I mean, Surgeon General, you know, whoever you are, Dr. Fa it doesn't <laughs> matter. You know, it doesn't matter. These things are always good. And my heart when I say that, you, there's you, people to censor that, you would make the censorship a, evil, you know, to say that I don't want to do those things. Seriously. Um, and, and finally, to round out the answer, uh, any physician that is not seeing people on a consistent basis is not a physician. They're a politician. And, and that's not cool by me because I see people in this office every day and that's what makes us unique that's what makes my wife and i because we're really involved in people's lives um you know joe you know max people that have 
you know, that we deal with. They have our cell phone numbers. I'm answering questions from them <clears throat> to help them. And, and we, we have to have that relationships. I wonder how many patients, you know, um, the Surgeon General, those doctors, air quotes that may be, are seeing on a daily basis. Probably haven't seen anybody in 30 years. Uh, and again, you know, God bless them and their education. That's great. But yet, let's use our heads, let's use our hearts, and let's use our minds and connect all three. And God is the bridge that brings those three things together. And when we do that, we're going to know truth. And as the Bible says in John 14, 6, Jesus' own words, I'm the way, I'm the truth, and I'm the life. And nobody comes to the Father except through me. I want people to know God. I want Dr. Fauci to know God the way I know God. I want President Biden to know God the way I know God. I want Nancy Pelosi to know God the way I know God. And wouldn't it be cool to see all those people turn their lives over to Christ? That's Amen. what I hope for. And I will pray for them anytime they want. And I do because that's honoring to God. I don't like what people do. I don't like the stance people take. But I keep this in mind, man. And we all need to keep it in mind. This is balance. We're all capable of doing anything evil and anything good. Always choose good. And to do that, we have to have God in our life and speak with him about it because he's the one that empowers us to maintain that pathway. So long answer, short question. I hope that really helps people put it in perspective. Well, that was a great answer. Well, I, I, I want to thank you, Mark, for, for stopping by. Um, Joe, do you have anything else to say uh, before we round out the hour? No, listen, God bless you. I'm looking forward to seeing you in Grand Rapids. Um, yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun, um, and uh, you know, I'll be. I, I think I think you're at Grand Rapids, Colorado Springs, and you'll be yeah. um, in San Antonio. I will be at all three of those uh, with you, and uh, you know, I look forward to fellowship and eating some good food with you. <laughs> well, yeah, now if you come to San Antonio, there's not a lot of healthy food here in San Antonio. I will find it. We'll find <laughs> some healthy food. A lot of barbecue, a lot of cheesy yeah. Mexican food. <laughs> I'll bring some with me for everybody. How about right. that? And that works. honestly, thank you guys for having me on. Um, would love to do it again. Just, uh, certainly there's a lot of different angles we could go, but I really honor you guys and appreciate what you're doing. So thank you so much. I'm going to encourage all my folks to get a, a hold and get in touch with Conservative Daily because they, they need they balanced thinking. So thank you. Well, I, t I tell you what, uh, we, I, we will definitely connect you again, have you back on the show. I think that... Uh, you know, there's only a couple thousand people live right now, but you'll probably reach somewhere between 30 and 50,000 people with this message. Wow. So I do want you to know that uh, your life is going to get busy. People are going to be contacting you. And uh, I wish you all the blessings. And uh, I just want to thank you for your faith and thank you for your commitment to people. Thanks, Mark. Welcome. God bless you both. And thank you so much. Right, thank you. Well, when we come yeah, he's back. He's awesome, by the way. Super, super awesome. He is. Awesome, he's super awesome nice. Guy. You said he looks like Lou Ferrigno. I think he's more attractive than Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno kind of looks like a like a broken in catcher's mitt lately. I think I think he's yeah. better looking than Lou Ferrigno. But I mean, he looks like Lou Ferrigno. But like when Lou Ferrigno was yeah. the Hulk, that's the whole point. Yeah, right? uh, I think he's still yeah. a little better. Well, wait, what do you I, see I, him I, when he's like this? He's big guy. Uh, oh no, no, I, I believe that. Dude. I believe yeah. that. Um, so we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to do a deep dive. We already played a little bit of it. Joe Biden talking about the man on the moon when asked how to help improve health care outcomes for African-Americans in inner cities. Um, we're going to do a deep dive into Joe Biden's disastrous CNN town hall, including a 24, 25 second clip that is just nonsense. 
literally nonsense. So you're not going to go want to go anywhere. You want to stick around, and we'll be right back on the other side of this quick break. 